Yo, what's cracking? What's cracking, everybody? It's a uh, Sunday night. The world's uh, topsy turvy. Do y'all think? Uh, do y'all think twenty twenty two would look like this? <laughs> where's my, where's my like self lacing? Nikes, where is my flying car? We don't flying cars, we have pronouns. Awesome. Oh man, we'll talk about the fights. There's a lot of the crap <clears throat> going on, but you know, the Nazi police of YouTube might take it down if I say too much about anything else. You know, it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird world out there, man. It's a really uh, elitist, an elitist. They're not elitist. They're the ruling class. They're despicable people. They think they know better than everything, and they're doing whatever they can to enslave us. So what's up, guys? Um, but yeah, let's let's play something in. I had a busy weekend. It was fun talk about it. I got a little bit of some sun today. You can see some red on my face. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, get people in here. So call your friends, call your family, call grandma. Have her turn on the show. Oh yeah. All right. Somebody's honey is crowding my icebox. Somebody's cold one is giving me chills. Think I'll just close my eyes. Oh, yeah. All right. Feels good inside. Flip on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Something is a bubbling behind my back. But if it's ready to blow, say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. I can't confront you. I never could do that which might hurt you. Try and be cool when I say. This way is a water slide away from me that takes you for the reverie day. So be fucking cool. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. Dear daddy, I ride you in my 
Food says silence. You cleaned up and found Jesus. Things are good, oh, so I hear. This bottle of Stevens awakens ancient demons. Like father, said father, the sun is drowning in the flood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say it ain't so. almost good i almost played it almost pretty good i made a couple mistakes but it's okay it's okay remember i play so you guys can have the courage to suck at things okay it's okay to suck i used to really suck now i'm just not that good it's a big step up guys big step up but if i would have been a pussy about playing live in front of strangers on the interwebs i would still suck now i'm just not that good Huge step up. Major improvement, guys. Baby steps. We'll get there. We'll get there. Someday, you may you may be able to get the album. If I can get 10 songs down, which likely split, we'll see. <laughs> I'll go on tour. I can teach a seminar, and uh, we'll go out to the bar after, and I'll uh, bring the uke axe, and we'll have some fun. We'll make some memories. So what's up, guys? How uh, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week going? How's everybody's first month of twenty twenty two? Mine's looking up. It's looking up, honestly. Um, quick announcement: uh, next Saturday during the fights, I will be live streaming not from this platform, but on a uh, another social media platform called Millions. Uh, I have more info in my. Um, in my uh social media feeds for you as that approaches uh it's gonna be fun i hope you guys can all stop by i have the links hopefully i'll be able to provide the links with stuff you guys will be able to come and hang out and we'll get to uh watch some good fights next week i'm excited about some of the fights next weekend this last card i honestly only only wanted to see one fight on the card and i missed it <laughs> it was great uh but you'll see the um you'll see here i'll, I'll show you real quick that was the one. Cheaty. Cheaty. My man Cheaty. That's basically my team when I was in Vegas. One more time. Right? That was basically it. Nick uh, has been coaching guys uh, in MMA. He's been an MMA um, stand-up coach uh, since Chuck Liddell fought Pele. He he was there then. Okay? He, he coached Chuck. Um, back back in the day, Nick Nick is legendary in Vegas, a legend, absolutely legend. One kick, Nick. He got that nickname not through his competition um, forays, but when he was a bouncer. He used to bounce and manage a lot of strip clubs in Vegas years and years and years ago. And um, there was an incident where somebody got out of line, and Nick threw one kick, and that was it. And uh, 
it was a smaller town back then at the time. And by the time, uh, by the time uh, the end of the night and the shift ended, the story went from he threw one kick, knocked guy out to he killed somebody, <laughs> he kicked somebody so hard that he killed him. And uh, you know, man, yeah, it's a good story. But yeah, I, I uh, when I was there, I was there about two years, a little over two years in Vegas. I trained with Nick a lot. Really cool guy. I got to see him at uh, Khabib's uh, event because uh, Anthony, the other guy in the middle here next to uh, um, uh, Chidi, I'll show you again. Right, Chidi with his shirt off, and then Anthony, they're brothers. Chidi's the younger brother. Uh, Anthony and Jukawani, he's fought WEC, UFC, he fought uh, Khabib's event. He didn't have a good night at his event. He moved up and fought at the new 165 pound weight class. And he is not, um, he's actually not um, big enough for 165. And he just got, he just got horsed. He got horsed. The guy was fucking big. The guy was a big, strong guy. Um, but yeah, it's good. I'm really, really happy for Chidi. It was awesome. Oh, and then uh, the other guy at the end, the Brazilian fellow at Sergio Pena. Sergio is legendary also in Vegas. Um, he, I think the story, legend has it. I think the legend has it as uh, back in Brazil, he, um, he was really good when he was younger, black belt, all that stuff. And then he stopped and he went and became a pilot and was a pilot for a long time. And then stopped being a pilot, moved to uh, Cal, moved to Vegas, opened his gym. And he's like in his forties when he started teaching again. So, um, yeah. He's got uh, like an older school smash and pin type uh, jujitsu. It was fun. I, I went to his 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 gym when I wanted to put the gi on and, and train. Uh, super cool guy. Super based guy. Based in reality, he understands. He understands. Uh, he's kind of he's one of those older one of those older guys, man. Later, they're like red pilled, without being red pilled. Like he knows everything without having to like read any of Rollo's stuff. <laughs> he he already gets it. He's already lived it. Been married for like 40 years. Uh, I think one of his sons was a really good wrestler and wrestled at um, uh, Oklahoma State, I believe. I think that happened. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. So the fights themselves, we can run through the fights. I missed, I thought the fights. I thought the I thought the uh, undercard I thought the uh, preliminary card was going to start at four, but the main card started at four, so I missed some of them. Like the main card started at one, uh, but I had I had stuff going on with the kids. Kids had a Pinewood Derby uh, race for their scouts. It was cool. Uh, the young one for his his den, he ended up getting third. The older one, um, you know, I take this personally. I take it personally. Because, like, I helped with the designs. I helped with making some of the stuff, you know. Uh, the older son had more hands-on on the um, making of his car. But, like, you know, I was, like, I was Googling and researching stuff, like, what made him fast. But I noticed what what the key was to getting your, your car fast, right? Like, they would take more – the cars that had more of the wood off the front of, of the vehicle um, – 
were better. Like they, they would shave more because you get a block of wood and you have to shape it, right? So the ones that took more wood off the front and put more weights in the back because you were allowed it to it was up allowed to be weigh as much as five ounces. That was the cutoff. So as long as your car fit in this little box and was five ounces, you were good to go. But um, yeah, I think next year will be a different story. Next next race. I think I'll I'll have it figured out better, and we'll uh we'll we'll be walking with some gold. I'll make some side bets maybe on the races with some people. But it was a busy day yesterday. I got up early and I got up at five thirty. I went over to help set up the track with uh, everybody, and it was cold. And I was like trying to screw things in a metal track with cold fingers. Sorry, I thought I had some coffee. Um. But yeah, I'm like, like super competitive now. I'm like, hmm, watching these other cars, like videotaping cars, like trying to figure out what it was that made them fast. And they had did an overall out of all the dens and all the all the cars. They had the top four cars race at the end, and they were like neck and neck all the way through. And they're like very similar looking cars, very low profile. All the wood in the front was kind of gone, or they're all like really slow and flat. And then all the metal, all the metal from the weight was in the back. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna win that shit next time. <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, that was fun. So we had that. that took up a lot of the day. You know, I had the Rule Zero show. We did a, like a two-hour show for Rule Zero. It was a really good show. Um, and then went over and did the uh, the Pine Box Derby, and we're, we're you know we got done with that just in time to get the main 4 4 p.m. card. So I actually missed Chidi's fight. <clears throat> excuse me. By like one. Like if we would have went home a half hour earlier, we probably would have caught it. But it was a fast fight, mother grabber. If he would have, you know, it would have soaked it in a little bit more. He could have soaked in the experience, but nope. He had to throw the one two, put him away fast. But Chidi's a monster. Chidi's like six three, six four. Uh, you know, 185 is a good weight for him. He's strong. Uh, you know, I was able to work with him, you know, for those two years. And uh, he wasn't as motivated back then. There was a lot of days he missed. And, you know, it would have been nice to have somebody who would have, you know, been there every single day to come in. But, like, I got some really great sparring with him. And I was able to teach him, like, framing and how to keep space and keep distance and not let himself get molested as badly with wrestlers. I hope he took some lessons from that stuff and, and kept them but it looks like the last year or so um he's been more serious and you know it, it looked like it showed last night i think he had a really good fight in his uh contenders i think that's what he had a contenders fight and that doesn't really count as a ufc thing so because they counted that as the debut his debut uh this weekend yesterday but no man that's uh really awesome to see i hope he continues this because you know He's somebody who has like stand-up capabilities to to challenge somebody like Edisanya. You know, he still needs a lot of wrestling work, but uh, he's a lot better than he was. So hopefully, hopefully, we see some more stuff out of Chidi Man. We get like three more fights out of him, and then give him some names. Hopefully, they don't rush him through too fast to the bigger guys. But like, I don't know, man. I would have rather watched him in the main event than Strickland. 
Strickland seems like a, a chubby 70-pounder or something. I don't know. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah, I missed uh, Chidi. Um, then we had, yeah, Hakeem Dawoodoo. 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 Hakeem looked good. He looked good. It was a good fight for him. <clears throat> um, uh, Miles Johns had a uh, uh, not such a great night with uh, Castaneda. Castaneda had the submission round three. Um, Rosa and Peterson. Um, there was a little bit of some back and forth with that, but I mean, like, I I really didn't. I really didn't. You know, none of these fights really pop for me. Some good performances overall, but, you know, I'm not remembering a ton of them. The uh, Trishan Gore and the Brian Battle, like, I honestly thought Trishan, I was calling him Three Shans. Trishan uh, doesn't mean to be. <laughs> I don't know if you guys find that funny or not. Trey, it means three, right? Trishan, Three Shans. Um, but. I thought Treshawn won that fight. I thought he won the fight. But what do I know, I guess? Uh, Sam Alvey and Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen looked pretty good. Um, but, yeah. These guys, like, they're like heavyweights. They don't look like – they didn't look like heavyweights. They didn't. They look small. I, I guess I didn't need to see them standing next to other light heavyweights, but they look like light middleweights that missed weight. Am I wrong with that? What do you guys? What do you guys think? What do you guys in the chat? Are they were they small for their weight? Hmm. <laughs> Watching Michael Jackson beat up that dude was great. Okay, so uh, Filthy Casual is referring to a new um, video series I'm I'm going to be doing. Or I am doing uh, Learn to Fight. Okay, so I'm watching fights in the wild, putting them together so that you guys can watch. I'm going to change it up. So um, I premiere the Learn to Fight on Rockfin. So you'll see it on Rockfin first on Friday. And then I will um, premiere them. I'll put them up Monday morning on YouTube. Because YouTube, anything with the word fight in it or anything with violence, they they, they – um, they put it behind the 18 or over wall, and then you, a lot of times they don't. Um, whatever you can't, you can't get paid on them. They won't run ads on them or whatever bull crap, because it's it's a soft space. He's got soft space. He has to be everything has to be soft and gingerly on YouTube, I guess. So um, yeah, you guys can check that out. It'll be on YouTube if you don't want to go to Rockfin, but go to Rockfin and create an account, guys. Seriously, like they are trying to censor everything. They're trying to shut everybody down. The crazy stuff with Joe Rogan—so ridiculous. Repeating something somebody else said now—it makes you a bad person. You know, like a hundred percent of those comments that were in that video they released to him was him talking about somebody else saying it. And I'm sorry if you tell somebody if you if you're saying like the N word. You're making somebody else think it. <laughs> like you're still saying it. Like everybody knows what you said. Everybody knows. It's stupid. And they're not attacking him. They're attacking his fans. They're attacking his supporters. So now anybody who says that they like Joe Rogan or they listen to Joe Rogan is now a racist. 
that's what that's about just so you know if you didn't figure it out yet already <clears throat> but i'll have those learn to fight videos coming at you i've got a bunch um ready to go and uh yeah i finally found like a source where i can i can find those fights um but yeah i think um it'll be good i think you'll enjoy them because they're educational it's for educational purposes i'm trying to break down the fights Ooh, i'm trying to break down the fights in a way that helps you um see what should have been done what you could have done how maybe you could handle the situation in a better way in a self-defense sort of way yeah but yeah that's uh i'm glad you enjoyed that filthy casual but going going back um <clears throat> the big i think the big fight other than Chidi Nick J and Jukawani's fight on Saturday was the welterweight battle between uh Shafkat Rachmanov and uh Carlston Harris and uh Shavkat is a monster 15 and 0 is at like 15 finishes I don't know who he's fought we don't know if it's um padded record whatever he's still won 15 fights he looked beastly <clears throat> and I'm excited to see him, him go through the ranks and fight some, some bigger names, bigger fighters. I hope they keep him fairly busy. Um, give him another fight or two this year, you know, give him three fights in this year. See what happens. Dude uh, is pretty legit. Looks like he can wrestle. He's got some stand up. He looks strong, strong as a uh, Kazakhstani ox. So I'm excited about him and his trajectory and what we can see with that guy. That's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, then middleweight fight, uh, Puna Hele and uh, Nick Maximov. I actually kind of, I was tired because I woke up at 530 in the morning and I fell asleep for part of this fight. Um, my sons told me it was bloody though. I don't know who was bleeding. But um, yeah, and then the Strickland and her her Manson fight. I I don't know. I, I, for as much as Strickland talks, it, he doesn't really seem to like like beat people up bad. You know, I, I don't know. I expected I expect to see more out of out of him. I've only seen him fight twice, but he runs a big game. And I don't know if it's more the, the the pro wrestling bull crap. I'm just so over, just so over the pro wrestling crap, dude. Just fight, guys. Just fight. I know, I know they get put in these positions because that's what that's what the UFC is doing to them. That's what the UFC is asking of them to to sell. This is what you got to sell. You have to do it this way. It's just such such a cookie cutter thing a lot of times now, and I'm not not interested. All right, here's Sean. Okay. Sean S is saying Brandon Allen fights at 155 normally. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. He didn't seem like a normal light heavyweight. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. Still got the win though. What about Sam Alvey? Is Sam Alvey a uh, normal light heavyweight? Because he still he didn't didn't really seem to fit the part. Because that's a big jump, man. It's 20 pounds. You know, most light heavyweights are coming down from at least 220. So <clears throat> if you're normally a 185 pounder, 
That's why we need the 65, 75, 85, 95, 205 weight classes. I think there's enough fighters to fill them. It gives the promoters more opportunities to have title fights too. It's just all, it's beneficial for the um, promotion. It's beneficial for the fighters. It's beneficial for the fans because they get to see another championship fight. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Come on. Habib is uh, making making efforts to do that. <clears throat> Adding some of those extra weight classes. Okay, Lee the Flea with the answer here. Thank you very much, Lee the Flea. Both normally fight at middleweight. Sam Alvey has fought light heavyweight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, attacking the choke without putting the hooks in. Yes. I mean, that's that's the way you have to do it now. You have to catch submissions in transition, and sometimes that means you don't get set. You know, you don't get both hooks in a lot of times when you take the back. You, you don't even fully take the back. You just have to attack the neck and get sunk in under the neck and work for the finish. Maybe you fight your way into putting your hooks in while you're choking him. It's not even necessary, though, because if you're if you're deep on that neck and you're you're whispering in his ear and you got it locked up just right, like – you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Tyler Durden's a stupid name is saying Strickland is kind of boring. No offense, but he can win or, or lose. And I'm not very excited. I felt the same about George St. Pierre until I did not. Mm, interesting. I think Whitaker can beat Izzy. Not if he goes in there kickboxing him. Not if he goes in there kickboxing him. He can't. He can't do it that way. He needs to get in tight inside close. They call him Bobby Knuckles because he hits hard, right? But he can't make it a technical kickboxing fight. He cannot. He needs to make it a dirty, ugly brawl on the inside. And I believe he needs to force some wrestling, force some clinch, get Izzy, Izzy's arm blown out and tired, make him pummel the first round, you know, round and a half. Really make him pummel, make him fight, make him push away, make his arms and shoulders blow out so that his striking is less effective. I think that's I think that's the plan. That's the way. That is the way. Yep. Joe's taking on the beast both horns at once. We'll see how this handles. But it's nuts, man. They're coming after everybody. They're going to come after everybody. His, his mistake was the apology. He should never have apologized. Why should you apologize for repeating what somebody else said? He didn't say it. You know, the context is everything. I'm sorry. Context is everything. You, oh, you can't repeat anything. If, if, if it's not, then, you know, we have to arrest everybody who is in Blazing Saddles. We have to, any movie where anybody said it, you know, um, um, Michael Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, when he was in that that movie where he shot people or whatever, and he was racist, he needs to go to jail. He needs to be canceled because context doesn't matter, right? Context does not matter. If you said a word, you're done. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you were acting, if you're repeating somebody else. Doesn't matter. You said it. Off with your head. <laughs> it's silly. It's silly. Hi, Brad. Thank you very much. Michael Jackson was it was a nice little foot sweep man he, he used his hands 
to create a barrier so the guy couldn't get too close. The, the best part of that 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 thing was uh, I tried to zoom in on a little bit, but the guy's shirt. Did you guys see the green guy's shirt? It, it had two guys peeing in the urinal and one guy sitting in the urinal pooping. And it said, "You can't you can't fix stupid." Or something he's out there trying to like fight michael jackson <laughs> that was that was my favorite part of the whole thing thank you very much oh man think strickland i don't think so at all i think adesanya stays outside and picks at him I, strickland's not technical enough i don't think he's got enough power i don't think he's big enough i think adesanya is a samurai with the sword on the outside to to Strickland's caveman stuff, I don't think. Yeah, all pro. You're right. Joe Rogan does have a few money. He's set no matter what. This isn't about Joe. This isn't about Joe. This is about his supporters. This is about anybody who who uh, is friends with him, anybody who associates with him, anybody who goes on his show. It's uh, you're automatically a racist piece of crap now. That's that's what that's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and Mar. Biden dropped more of the end bombs than Rogan did. Yes. Yep. And I think he probably did it in a, in a worse way. Um, Jay, Tan, you want to know about, um, I don't think, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see, I didn't get to see him fight uh, Marquez Alameda because that was, yeah, I missed, I missed those first fights. I missed Bondar, Gordon, I uh, missed Witt and Rowe and Marquez Alameda, um, Davis, Stolarneko, Stolarneko, <laughs> that's, somebody, somebody chokes her, they need to use that line. I stole her neck, yo. Um, and then to Miss Chidi, I, I, I popped in for, uh, do I do, do I do, do I do, do I do, do I do is going to KO you. Um, yeah. Before 2016, you'd say way more stuff. Yes. hundred percent. But that's that's the uh, that's the ruling class trying to rein in control over everybody. Us useless eaters. We're a bunch of useless eaters, and they know better than us. And they need to be able to tell us what to do because we're using too much of their resources. They can't they can't jet set and be on all the cool tropical islands and uh, rape all the children if we if we keep living our lives. So they gotta lock us up. <clears throat> they gotta lock us up. Uh, is he? Hmm. Uh, little knowledge from Sean here. Uh, Shavkat is a master of the sport in Sambo. Yep. And I said a long time ago, guys, I said the Russians and those guys are going to take over the sport because of their amateur system of Sambo. Combat Sambo is far superior to any amateur system we have in the U.S. today. Far superior to any amateur system anywhere in the world. They're basically doing... MMA fights on an open wrestling mat 
with gi tops headgear uh shin pads it's safer it's it's um it's just a better sport it's better it's a better streamlined way to get guys prepared for doing mma rather than having guys doing multiple disciplines and trying to put it all together the way we do here in other places like they're um they're going to keep killing it they're going to keep killing it we need people we need to develop a um a combat sambo here in the u.s we need more people doing it i'd love to get some uh get a combat sambo instructor if i open a gym someday i would i would look to do that have a kids class combat sambo have them go and do competitions do you think it could be to take them have me take my guys out <laughs> to to uh their neck of the woods training the mountains lucas what's up buddy thank you with the super chat out of it's brazil right you're from brazil you're out in brazil uh he says it's hard to watch ufc fights because when i see dana white and hunter campbell i get absolutely disgusted yeah it's gross it's gross it's gross that the fighters put up with this shit and they should be bad-mouthing them every step of the way, especially the top guys. Especially the top guys. I see. That's why he was bloody. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense because, yeah, he won. But they're saying, they're saying the one guy bled a lot. It's like, what? He won, though? Common writer is saying Naganu will be gone for nine months. We don't know if he comes back either. If he comes back either. Back from my reading. Uh, we don't really know if Jones is fighting. Maybe he's fighting Stipe. Maybe it's time to pay Brock Lesnar again. One more comeback. Maybe. They should just have Brock. Bring in Brock and Bobby Lashley just, just for one. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. It's all entertainment anyways, right? Just do it. Let's see. Brock and Bobby Lashley. <clears throat> don't even weigh him in. Just have him fight. Don't drug test him. Don't weigh him in. Just let him go. <laughs> just Let's just see those bears battle. I want to see it. Come on. Let's see it. Mm. Has it, though? Has it died down? I guess maybe little bit i don't know I, I don't think i was paying attention enough in 2017 um to notice but yeah <clears throat> it just seems so awful so yeah so strickland was kotc champ but kotc today isn't what it used to be back back in the 2000s like it was a it was a big competitor almost like it was a big choice did you want to go WEC or KOTC did you want to fight try to fight somewhere in Japan like you know you could make decent money as a champ there fighting multiple times a year Um, 
Ion Mar says it would be super competitive with more weight classes. I think so. I think so. Because you have more guys fitting into their natural weights. Weight cutting would maybe be less of an issue because guys have somewhere else to go. You'd have um, the ability of guys to jump weight classes and, you know, fight that way because it seems like people get excited about that, double champ type stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think more weight classes are better. If you have enough fighters to fill the weight classes and still have, you know, top-level competition, I think you should do it. I think all around it's it's more um, champions for the fans to get behind and cheer on. It's more title fights for the promoters to put on and make money because title, title fights sell more pay-per-views. More people tune in. If there's a title on the line, you're going to get more casuals. It's just the way it is. Uh, that's why they create the um, the intermediate or whatever the fucking belts, you know, when when the, when the champ can't fight. They, they create those because they know they're going to sell more tickets if there's a title on the line. It's not a it's not it's not a mystery why they do that. Right. Um, so they created the, the BMF belt. It was just a gimmick to to sell tickets to a fight. People tuned in. It works. Uh, the fighters get more opportunities to fight for a title. They get a, more opportunities to fight at a more naturalized weight class than cutting severely. I think I think it's better. Um, exigent. News says there is more going on behind the scenes than we know. Either someone's life is being threatened or some kind of money shit. Are you talking about the fights or are you talking about the Rogan situation? I think the I think just the incentives, you know, and guys have daddy issues behind the fights. But I, I mean, um, the stuff going on behind the scenes with the Rogan thing, it's it's about control. You know, he's 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 more of a journalist than any other mainstream news outlet. He's willing to talk to any sides, all sides, have anybody on. He had Gupta on. He's, he's allowing people just to talk to, and he asks questions. That's it. He's doing what reporters and journalists are supposed to do. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, man. Andy Lee, he says it's hard. It's going to be hard for Whitaker if Vittori Brunson couldn't get him down. Blackowitz could, but he's similar height and reach. My argument here is that uh, Whitaker, um, the first fight, Vittori and Brunson, they never tried. How many takedowns did Vittori actually try? I felt like he's trying to kickbox him the whole time. I didn't see too many attempts. I don't, I don't buy that he wasn't capable of doing it. I think he was trying to win a different way. I don't think his strategy was good. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, Lee, the flea, uh, Leo Darno to Camprio and Django. Are we are we going to uh, cancel him? Is he canceled now? Is he going to? Because he's, hey, man, context doesn't matter. You said it, you said it. That's all that matters. That's their argument. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've had my fair share of sisters that, uh, Call me all kinds of names. 
the most common was Stabby. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that guy too. I like him too. He's gonna be fun to watch fight and see what they're gonna do with him. <clears throat> I mean, he's one of those guys. He may be good enough to beat uh what's his name now? Maybe they'll throw him a title shot soon. Would I leave the fleas asking if I would fight an Eagle FC? It's more of like, man, like I'm trying to get in the gym and work and do stuff, but like my my neck, upper back, they're pretty bad. Pretty bad. You know, um, you know, trouble sleeping, stiffness, not being able to turn my head, you know, completely. Um, it's just hard. If I could, if I could have my neck that I had when I was 25, like I would never have stopped fighting. It's the training. I can't, I can't make it through a training camp. It's such a miserable experience. It's hard also with kids because the divorce and stuff, like I want to spend time with my kids. I don't want to have to put them in daycare all day long and not spend time with them. And then when I see them, I'm tired and sleeping. It's kind of a, it's just a sacrifice. It's like, what are you going to do? You know, it's like the fighting or the kids. Like one of them goes on the shelf. It's sad, but whatever, man. Life is life. Lesnar versus Jones. Okay. Okay. I see where you're headed. I'm all right with that. Just write him to the gills. <laughs> Have Reznor coked out veins and bulging screaming. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go. It's entertainment, right? It's entertainment. Let's do it. I don't understand this question. Who won? Habib or Gleason Tabau? I don't know what that even means. Yes, he's 100% correct. He, he, most MMA fighters can't rub two nickels together at all. They're broke, man. The first three years I was fighting, man, I was living off of $800 a month. I slept on the floor for a couple months because I had a, I couldn't afford a bed. I had a sleeping bag. I, I luckily got a bed because a bartender I was working with like had an extra one. Her grandmother was, didn't need it anymore. I can't remember. She, I don't think she died, but she might have. <laughs> She didn't die in it, whatever. But like, yeah, the MMA fighters are broke. And that's a big part of the problem when you when you get to a certain level and you need to train and you need to put this stuff in and you have, you know, wife and kids and you can't afford you can't afford to train right. Like how are you how are you gonna do it? How do you how do you put time away and how do you train with elite level guys when you don't have the money to do so? It's hard, man. It's not easy. The whole bullshit Dana White garbage of, oh, they get rich and they get lazy. Bullshit, man. Like, if these guys had enough money to put in real camps, you'd see another degree higher of fighting from these people. But you got guys who work a regular job. They teach on the side just to make money, just to be able to rub their nickels together, to, to pay their way and live and eat so that they can fight. It's, it's gross, man. Thank you very much, Mr. Gage Johnstone. He's saying your perspective on Joe Rogan is spot on. I am right about a lot of things. Book a console, ask me questions.
Uh, I mean, okay, so All Pro says Rogan is pretty progressive in a lot of ways, like pro drugs, sports, free college, free healthcare, etc. But they freaked out when he started having Alex Jones and Peterson on regularly. That wasn't it. That was not it. The second, you know, they they had they were fine with him until he questioned the narrative, he questioned the narrative of the lockdowns, the vaccines, the jabs, all that stuff. Him questioning that, him having doctors on with very varying opinions, you know, credible doctors, not not whacks, not quacks, not crazy people. You know, the one guy he had on had um, a lot of patents on MRA, MNRA uh, research and whatever like these guys are experts so he had experts on with a very different different opinions from the ruling class guys there's there's a definitely a ruling class right they get they may have meetings and they talk about what to do with the rest of us we're worthless useless eaters we're in their way they want to subjugate us or kill us <laughs> they're not our friends they're not trying to take care of us they're not doing good things for us I will train any fighter. They got to pay me though. I'm not doing it for free. Uh, I, I helped. I was part of, I was the, you know, I was the MMA ground coach when I was at one kicks. So I, I trained Anthony. I trained Chidi. You know, I wish they would have showed up more so I could have more time with them, but like I trained them and um, Chidi did win a belt. Like I've coached a champion, right? I've, I've coached a champion. So like, uh, I'll coach anybody, but you're going to have to pay me. I'm not doing it for free. Yeah, he says, yeah, okay. Uh, Lucas, yeah. Uh, Lucas asking, have you ever been to one of those speeches that Dana White gives in the locker room? What does he say? No, he's like, man, we're all in this together. I'll never cut anybody for, for losing a fight. Just give me all. Like, go out there. Go for broke. We're all family. We're all together. And then, you know, he gives these big speeches about us all in it together. We're all struggling together. We're trying to build this thing up. And then they sell the company for $4 billion, make a ton of money, and, like, everybody's poor. And we're like, I thought we were all in this together. Where's where's our cut? We built this up for you. We did the work. We did. Not you. We did. But, nope. Oh, you don't get shit. Get out of here. Go away. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, going bald from steroids is like something that's a predisposed thing. If you have the gene for going bald and you're going to go bald, it might speed up the process, but like, it's not just the steroids. There's plenty of dudes who've done a lot of steroids for a long time and they have all their hair. Yep. The, the, uh, size of Joe's audience is definitely terrifying to them. Um, he has like 11 million downloads or whatever for his episodes. And CNN is like 200,000. Like they, they, they do not have the power that he does. He is the, the most reliable news source out there, period. Nobody pulls numbers like Joe Rogan does. That's why they're trying to bring him down. And they're trying to make everybody who listens to him, that's 11 million people who listen to him, they're going to turn into racist. That's what's happening, man. If you're out on the street and you're wearing your Joe Rogan shirt, do not be surprised if you are accosted, if you are accosted by people calling you names.
guarantee. It's a good point. Tyler, um, I don't, he says, Tyler says that I don't care about your drinks or weed. If you're not competing, who cares about steroids? Um, especially in today's, today's, today's world, because um, we have so many chemicals bombarding us all the time from stuff in our water and the rain and our food, uh, the, the, the sugars, the uh, processed foods we're eating, our hormones are incredibly out of whack. We have incredibly low testosterone levels. We have heightened estrogen levels. We have, you know, and women and men both suffer from these, uh, these chemicals and these problems. Is there, there's a reason why there's so many women on SSRIs and, and, and who are having hard times with their mental health, right? There's a lot of guys, you know, the, the transgender type stuff. I don't think it's just crazy people making noise. I think there's a lot of people who have some serious hormonal issues, serious hormonal issues. And it's from the food. It's from the food. It's from the water. It's from all the chemicals and drugs. We've introduced so many chemicals and drugs into our bodies, the glyphosates in, in, the, in the farming since the 50s. Like, if you're, if you're not eating really clean diets and you're not taking precautions to like clean your body out, like you could be in a lot of trouble. So if you can access things that are cheap, affordable, safe to use, uh, you can have a doctor direct you, direct you to use them and they can correct your hormonal imbalances. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? If you're, if you're a 50 year old man or more, and you have low testosterone, you're depressed, you don't have the energy to do a lot of stuff. Why aren't you on TRT? Why aren't you optimizing your hormones? Why? Um, women have been doing it for a long time. When they go through, uh, when they uh, go through their uh, menopause, when they go through menopause, they go on uh, hormone therapy. That's been happening for a very long time. Why aren't men doing something similar? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Women have been going on testosterone for a long time to uh, increase their libido because of, of, of that. The hormone changes when they go through menopause. I just, um, I don't see what the problem is. I think there's a lot of uh, negative stigma around it because like they don't want you to be healthy. They don't want you to be happy. They don't want you to be productive. You're a useless eater. You are a useless eater. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, guys. Um, yeah.
hope you guys are uh, good. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out my Learn to Fight video. Uh, it's on. It's on right now. Uh, Rockfin. And you can see it. If you want to wait, you can wait. It's going to be on YouTube tomorrow. Share it. Like it. Please put it out there. Um, nobody on these streams or uh, nobody at uh, YouTube is going to help push it. So I need you guys to help out. <laughs> you guys, if you have not, please um, stop by the website. Stop by the website, johnfish.net. There it is. I made some changes. Uh, you've got your bars up here, right? I have some easy to do bookings, right? With seminars, private lessons. I got some chode, chad, one off uh, consultations, or I have some programs. If you are looking to uh, not be a pussy and and have lots of chicks in your rotation, All right? I can help. I have a lot of stuff up on um, my uh, Gumroad. I have courses that you can take, All right? I gotta fix the uh, YouTube widget here. Um, you can go to my Instagram, make sure you follow my Instagram. I got it all up here on uh, the website, johnfitch.net. Hope you guys can check it out. Find everything that you need there. Yeah, guys. Um, it's a good show. We have big fights next weekend, and I will be on that platform millions. And I will have stuff up and about for you guys to check where that is. Links for you to follow. Okay, I hope you guys, uh, you guys can check it out. That should be fun, man. It should be really cool. If you're in San Jose, hit me up. Uh, private lessons, small groups. If you're uh, out of town, hook me up. Hit me up for seminars. I'm here. All right, one last question here from Carol. Carol. Carol, sorry. Uh, it says, just pop in to say hi, chilling with the plate tonight. Nice work. Dana, did Francis wrong? In my humble opinion, did ever done everybody wrong. Uh, Gita tomorrow night, nice. Favorite guard pass? Um, I'm a big fan of stack pass. I like the stack pass. I go to stack pass a lot. A lot of stuff comes up with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff off of stack pass, I think, also. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. And then I do a lot of smash pass type stuff. But, you know, uh, because I'm focused a lot on MMA and ground and pound type stuff, I don't always pass. I get to the smash and I stay there because I can beat you up from the smash position. Similar to Khabib's figure four. Uh, Khabib figure four is two smash. But, like, there's no points for getting the smash or getting the pass, finishing the pass in MMA. But I can sit in that position and and just hammer, hammer down, collect wrists. 
look for other stuff that pops up. Yes, that's what I do. How would Khabib do versus Gordon Ryan? I don't know, man. It's like BJJ is a different animal than fighting. Like when you can hit somebody, makes a makes a big difference. All right, guys. All right. Filthy Casual. Ooh, that's a weird question. It's an interesting question. Filthy Casual is asking, uh, have you ever had an ex stalk you in a weird way or try to set you up for something? I have not. I have not. I have been a pretty good, um, pretty good at reading crazy. You have to be. You have to be aware of the crazy. If you avoid the crazies, you avoid a lot of this type of stuff, a lot of this type of behaviors. Okay. If you can uh, run them through the vetting process, you have the abundance mindset and uh, get away, next them, ghost them, disappear before there's any problems. That's the way to go. No, I have not, Lucas. It's not something that's going to happen. I already had it, so why do I need it? Right? That's, that's, my, uh, that's my answer to that. <clears throat> All right, man. What are we doing? What are we doing on the exit? Any requests? Do we have a request out there? Um, hmm. Okay. I found this one. Let's do this. Let's do this. Sublime, you nailed it. Filthy casual, you nailed it. There's a steel train coming through. I would take it if I can. And I would not lie to you because Sunday morning soon will come and Things will be much easier to say upon the microphone like a boss DJ. I won't walk upon the sea like it was dry land. The boss DJ ain't nothing but a man. No trouble, no fuss. I know why. It's so nice. I wanna hear the same song twice. It's so nice. I wanna hear the same song twice. Rumors flounder over town, but it's stones and sticks. Cause on the microphone is where I get my fix. Let the loving take hold of you, cause it will if you let it. I'm funkin' out a junkie, but I know where to get it. No trouble, no fire. I know why it's so nice. I want to hear the same song twice. It's so nice. want to hear the same song twice. Mr. DJ, don't stop the music. I want to know. Are you feeling the same way too? I wanna rock you, girl. Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. 
Ooh, girl, and there really ain't no time to waste. Really ain't no time to hate. I ain't got no time to waste. Time to hate. Really ain't no time to make the time go away. Because it's so nice. Wanna hear the same song twice. It's so nice. Wanna hear the same song twice. Ooh, wee girl. Ooh, wee girl. Ooh, wee girl. Ooh, wee girl. Nowadays, the songs on the radio all drive me crazy. Don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. Because it's so nice. Oh, it was almost good. The last little bit. Oh, oh well. Next time. All right, guys. That was fun. That was fun. Sounds good. I'll check y'all later.